Hi, welcome back to this week's episode of On The Level Leadership. And I do have a question for you, and that is, do you have a high level of absenteeism within the organization that you work with, or more specifically, within your team? If that is the case, you may not like what you're about to hear, but I'm going to invite you to watch this video to find out why. I was having a conversation with someone the other day who was sort of complaining about the level of loss and departures and absenteeism within their team. And they were feeling frustrated with their particular leader and felt that it was the leader's fault that this was happening. So I thought I would do a little research on this because I know intrinsically having been a leader for many, many years in organizations that when you have leadership issues, you often have decreased employee satisfaction issues. And when you have decreased employee satisfaction, you then also have an increase of both absenteeism where people call in sick and presenteeism where people show up to work, but really don't do anything of any substance. So I thought I would do a bit of a lit search to see what there was out there that substantiated what I had seen anecdotally in my leadership experience, but also what this individual was complaining about with respect to their leader causing increased absenteeism and presenteeism and, and stress within the organization. I know having read Kuzes and Posner and read the research that backs that assessment tool for the leadership practices inventory and the behaviors that are assessed there, that there is a direct correlation between leadership and, for example, employee satisfaction and retention rates. But I wanted to kind of go beyond LPI, go beyond Kuzes and Posner. And I came across this interesting article from 2013 that was done by the Neuropsychiatric Disease and Treatment Organization out of, I believe, the Netherlands. And what was interesting about this is they did this study in the healthcare environment to determine whether or not there was a direct or even if there were indirect correlations between leadership and absenteeism. Even more specifically, it was done in a stressful environment, which is healthcare. And lately, because of COVID, we've all experienced stressful environments. And so I thought this would be a great article to take a look at to see, okay, well, what is the, what does the research say? What does the qualitative and quantitative research say? What they did notice was that in their healthcare system in the Netherlands at the time of this study, that the absentee slash sickness rates in the healthcare organizations or of the healthcare workers or staff that worked within those organizations was actually higher than the national average and not a whole ton higher, but about a half a percentage point higher. And so they were trying to figure out what was the pattern behind this. What was interesting is that there was a direct association between the low employee satisfaction and the high sickness rates, as well as the style of leadership. So if you were more of a transactional leader versus a transformational slash coaching leader, that had a direct impact as well. Let's dive a little deeper on this. So there are other factors that can have an impact on employee retention and satisfaction rates. Things like reorganizations, downsizing, massive layoffs. That is outside of the control of the leader for the most part, or outside of your control potentially as a senior lead in an organization, because you may not have been at the decision-making tables when these things were decided upon and when they were um, basically announced for implementation. So you may not have had full control over your environment, but you do have control in how you respond to that environment. So what this article didn't demonstrate was the length of time that people take off under poor leadership conditions or under very stressful, turbulent organizational time situations. They didn't see that correlation. So we don't know, is a person taking a day off or are they taking a week off or are they taking a month off? We don't know that from the study, but we do know that there is a direct correlation with people calling in sick 
to being dissatisfied or unhappy with the organization and their leadership. So what do you do if you're a leader in an organization that is seeing high absentee rates? The first thing I'm going to have you do is really honestly take a look in the mirror. Ask yourself some serious questions about how you lead. Are you really transactional, i.e. you're all about getting stuff done, you don't want to hear excuses, you don't care what it takes, you want to make sure that you demonstrate to your senior leadership that you're performing, and it could be at the expense of staff. If you're highly transactional and you're not rewarding staff, you're not encouraging them, you're not uh, listening to them, you're not hearing what the issues are, then the staff are not going to feel supported by the organization and therefore will be less satisfied in their day-to-day job. So I'm going to ask you the question, how do you lead? If you don't know how you lead, then you need to ask people around you how you lead. What is your style? Have an assessment done. Talk to somebody who does this kind of thing and ask them, see, I don't know what kind of leader I am. Most people though, intrinsically know within themselves how they lead. You're either super bossy, super goal-oriented. You might be highly collaborative. Maybe you're a coaching style where you like to ask questions and get people to come up with solutions on their own. Maybe you're authoritarian in your approach and you're very dictatorial, do as I say because I'm the boss. Really try to figure out what your style is because that's going to have a direct correlation with the absentee rates of your organization, especially in turbulent times. The transformational leader focuses on emotional attachment to the outcomes. They also are all about intellectual stimulation. They're all about motivating to reach the goals. They're all about encouraging their staff. So a transformational leader is kind of where you want to start to lean towards in terms of style. It may not be your natural style, but you may want to start adopting some of those behaviors to try to encourage the staff and try to bring up, if you will, the job satisfaction, regardless of the situation that's going on around you. And if you think that this is impossible, I know that this can be done. I did this while managing the stockpile. I did this while managing other teams where the organization as a whole may have had some cultural issues. There may have been some toxic leadership in the organization, but I was able to insulate our team. I was able to encourage them. I was able to promote things. I was able to sort of, you know, help them problem solve, listen to their issues and really give them ownership in the work that they're doing so that they feel empowered in the day-to-day work that they're doing. And then the big job for you, one of the things I'm going to say as well as a leader, it's really, really important that you connect the dots because as a leader, it is your job to connect the dots between the high-level strategic pieces and the day-to-day operational work of your staff. Your staff, when they come into work in the morning, they need to know what they're doing matters and they need to understand how what they're doing somehow connects to the bigger picture. It may be that they're the, you know, widget assembly line leader, but the reality is, is they need to understand that the productivity on that line, the safety standards of that line, the encouragement of the staff on that line matter to the big picture, the big strategy around profits or around uh, performance, et cetera. So we want to make sure that you connect the dots as a leader. If your staff don't see themselves in the broader objectives of the organization that you're working for, if they don't see themselves in the strategic objectives in some way, then you failed them as a leader. So it's really important that you connect the dots, that you have conversations with them so they understand what they're doing matters. Not only does it matter, but it connects to the bigger picture. Transactional leaders tend to focus more on the metrics. They will focus more on the numbers and they don't care so much about the people. And that has a direct impact, negative impact on the morale of your team. So you're going to want to move away from the transactional. Now, being performant 
and the numbers matter. But the tone of how you manage those numbers and you manage the reports, you manage the productivity of your team also matters. The other thing I want to ask yourself is, do you micromanage your staff? So this tends to be seen in more of an authoritarian type of leader, someone who likes to be in control, or an insecure leader who's not comfortable in their role tend to micromanage because they don't feel like they are in full control of what's going on around them, or maybe they don't fully grasp the whole picture. And so that insecurity shows up as micromanagement, needing to know everything about everything so that they are fully prepared to answer questions they may not know is usually a sign of an insecure leader. So ask yourself the question, am I secure in my leadership? Do I micromanage people? Do I expect reports on an hourly basis? Do I tell them how to do their business or how to do their job? If that is the case, then again, I'm going to ask you to take a look and reflect What part of that can you let go? What part can you delegate to a lower level and trust that it will get done? This can make leaders very uncomfortable, especially if you're insecure or especially if you like to be in control of things. You need to sort of start to learn how to relinquish that control and trust your staff to do a good job. Because what I found was if I trusted people to do the job well, more often than not, they did. But if I micromanaged them, I would get pushback and I would get resistance, and then you would get people calling in sick and not showing, or showing up and not doing the work, or trying to slack off, when in fact, they would never have done that if I had expected the best from the best from the very beginning. Are you a micromanager? Because if you are, you need to knock that shit off, because if you micromanage your employees, you're going to make them miserable. So the biggest find, the main finding from this article, which I find really interesting, I'm going to read directly from the article, and by the way, I'm going to link the article down below in the uh, description is the main finding of this research was the strong difference in leadership styles in the worst and best performing departments in terms of employee satisfaction and absenteeism. The worst department, department B, had a manager with clearly identified transactional style of leadership, whereas the best managed, the best department was managed by a paragon of transformational leadership. In other words, if you were a highly detailed, number oriented, micromanaging, controlling leader, you're going to have a worse performing, higher absentee rate than if you are more transformational and you are encouraging and you are not micromanaging and you're trusting your staff and you're providing direction and then letting go of the reins a little. So while this study was mostly qualitative in nature and couldn't really be quantified, uh, that's sort of one of the limitations of this particular study. There were some practical value and practical findings that warrant further research with respect to the style of leadership and its impact on staff absenteeism. I think that given everything that we've all been through in the last couple of years with with coronavirus and shutdowns and, you know, having to telework and now having to go back to the office and some organizations are trying to figure out how they're going to manage hybrid sort of situations, the organizations are still very unstable. We are also going into recessionary timeframes, high inflation rates. People are having a harder and harder time making ends meet. So the issue of absenteeism may be less of an issue going forward. It may be more presenteeism where people show up to work because they can't afford not to get paid because in some places you don't get paid when you don't show up to work. We may see a shift where people don't call in sick necessarily. They go to work, but they go to work and then they don't really do what they're supposed to do or they perform at the very bare minimum and don't give anything more. So as a leader, it's going to be really, really, really important that one, you do an assessment of what your style is, get really clear about how you lead and Sometimes the only way to do this is to ask other people. 
get an assessment done, do a 360, talk to your staff, have somebody else from the outside, talk to your staff in a way that's very uh, private and discreet so that they don't feel like what they say is going to come back and bite them in the butt later. If you can get some sort of assessment to determine whether or not you have blind spots that need to be addressed that can maybe help to improve the employee satisfaction rates in your organization, like by all means do so. And if you need help with that, I have a link down below where you can look into getting an assessment done by myself or alternatively, we can have a conversation around how I might be able to help you transition from one style of leadership to another or improve your style or your behaviors, if you will, in terms of how you act with others. I can certainly help you there. There's also a link for that where we can meet if that's something that's of interest to you. So as a leader, I'm going to challenge you to take a look at yourself in the mirror and really assess your style because your leadership style, how you talk to people, do you demean people on calls? Do you berate them in front of other people? Are you authoritarian in your style and you expect things to be done exactly as you say? Are you inflexible in your leadership style? And are you micromanaging people? Are you always expecting all the details? Do you get down in the weeds when you really should be more strategic in your approach to leadership? Are you telling other people how to do their jobs? Are you doing the job for them? I've seen this as well, where leaders tend to do the work for somebody else because they feel like, well, if I just do it, it'll be quicker. But what they're not doing is enabling their staff and empowering them to learn and to take ownership of their roles. And when you don't do that, employee retention and satisfaction goes down, which means your absenteeism and presenteeism rates are going to go up. So do a deep dive on who you are as a leader. If you need help with that and you want to do an assessment to figure out what kind of behaviors are showing up for you or not showing up for you, where are your blind spots, what could you do better, what could you do less of, more of, then by all means, contact me. There's a link down below and I can help you with that. My perspective, though, is that knowledge is power. And the more knowledge you have about how you lead and what you do and what your personal impact is on the organization, the more you're able to make those changes that can improve things, not just for yourself, but for the organization as a whole. So if you don't want your leadership to be the reason why people are calling in sick, if you don't want to be the reason why people are miserable going to work every day, then goddamn it, look in the mirror and make the changes that you need to make today. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I would love comments down below on what I missed, maybe something you've responded to or reacted to. What is it about your leadership that you think disables or enables your organization? Are you seeing in absenteeism rates go up with the stress of the jobs? I would love to hear your comments down below. Remember that I am here every single week helping you be the best leader you can be so that you can grow in your career. So if this is something that's of interest to you, you can certainly subscribe to this channel on YouTube or follow this podcast if you're listening to this on a podcast. And let me tell you, I know the value of leadership in maintaining positive corporate culture or maintaining lower absenteeism rates or maintaining or retaining the talent you have in your organization. If you don't want to be to blame for that, then you're going to have to do some real self-assessments and determine what part of this you're playing in it. If it's beyond your control, that's one thing. But, you know, even within those environments, you can have a say in how you respond to it. And that can really make or break, make the hugest difference in how your team relates to you and how often they call in sick. Thanks again for being here. I do appreciate you taking the time. And I look forward to being here again next week with a different topic. Take care, folks. In the meantime, stay safe.